God and communion, I think, is commune with Him, huh? That was... Thank you, worship team, and thank you, worship team, for sitting there watching Josh do all the songs you didn't practice. <laughs> Sometimes that happens. I just want to take a, a couple minutes and I'm kind of going to maybe follow up a little bit from uh, the series of messages that was preached last week. Um, there, were, there were several, uh, if, you, if you were here. Uh, it was a, a very... Josh, Josh was here and I wasn't here, I was on vacation and uh, challenged us about going deeper in the Lord. And some practical ways and uh very good i encourage you to to uh grab that off the website if you if you need to haven't hadn't listened to it but open open real quickly just to james 5 and verse 13 And we're just going to talk real quickly about one way, another tool to help you go deeper. Talk about healing a little bit and talk about prayer a little bit. All in this one section because that's how James does things. He just gets going and gets it all in. So James 5 and verse 13. says is any is any one of you in trouble he should pray is anyone happy let him sing songs of praise is any one of you sick he should call the elders of the church to pray over him and anoint him with oil in the name of the lord and the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well the lord will raise him up and if he has sinned, he will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. Elijah was a man just like us. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain. I don't know if he prayed that around here. Um, and it did not rain in the land for three and a half years. And again he prayed, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth produced its crops. Now there's a lot going on in there. This is one of the, you know, we've all heard the one call for the elders. Certainly in, in Pentecostal church we know the call for the elders, anoint with oil, pray for the sick, and the sick person will be, will be made well. And... I'm not going to talk too much about that because I'm going to say that that's true, and you need to believe it. And sometimes when you're sick, uh, you pray on your own, and nothing's working. Hey, call the elders. Call us up, and we, will, we would love to pray with you anytime. So just so you know, that's always available to you. Right, elders? Well, there's one elder here today. <laughs> Doesn't have to be on a Sunday. We will come pray with you. We will anoint you with oil. 
So know that that is, that is, that is an open, open call at any time in our church family. That we believe that. We believe that there's... You know what? Sometimes you pray and it's taken care of. You don't, you don't need the elders to come in. But, but there, this scripture is in here for a reason. James put it in here because it works. Because he said, hey, this is how some healing is released. You know, healing's a, a big mystery, and I don't claim to know this much about healing. But what I do know from the scriptures and what I have seen in my life is there's many different ways that healing flows into our lives. And so we have to be open not to be locked into a certain way that stuff's going to happen, but, the, but we need to be locked into the truth that God is a healer and He wants to heal. And so if one thing's not working, don't get mad at God. Just say, you know what? Hey, God, what, how do you want to heal this time? Is it changing my diet? Is it me getting some exercise? Is it, is it calling the elders? Is it fasting? Is it just an extended time of prayer? Do I need to just worship you and sit in your presence? Do I need to have a certain person pray with me? Does my spouse need to pray with me or my family members? Hey, there's different ways. It's like when people came to Jesus, like sometimes he smeared him with mud. Sometimes he spit, and did all kinds of disgusting stuff. You're like, you better know it's God, right? <laughs> Can you pray for me, brother? Sure. <laughs> Get ready if they do that before they pray. But Jesus did all kinds of different ways. One guy, he said, hey, we got, let's, we got to get out of this city. There's no faith here. One guy, he, he says he led him out of the city, the blind guy, out of that community. And then he prayed for him. Because there was something about the place or the environment where it's like, it's not going to happen here. So there, there's, a, there's a myriad of ways that God wants to heal. But hey, calling the elders is a great one. It's in the scriptures. It works. So let the Holy Spirit lead you and... Feel free to call on us elders. Amen? So, here's the tool I want to give you. Last week, Josh talked about, I think, three things. Three practical things. <laughs> I'm just giving him a hard time. Uh, he's, he's long into the message and says, well, that took a lot longer to introduce than I thought. And I was like, uh-oh, <laughs> it's just the introduction. <laughs> Some of you are here live. So, uh he gave several things. One was fasting, one was sacrifice, and one was seeking, earnestly seeking God. Is that, are those the three? And, the, and seeking the whole counsel and truth of God. So, so I, I did listen to it. Um, so I got the gist of it. I want to give you, and he said sometimes we preachers aren't very practical. Uh, he didn't mention that, that we, we talk about stuff and we don't say how to do it. Hey, I want to give you another, well, that was practical. Here's another practical thing in your life that will help you sometimes go deeper with God. It's not always the answer. It's, it's just a, it's, it's, it's something that's needed. And it's verse 16. It says, therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for each other so that you may be healed. Hey, this is, a, this is a part of healing, and this is a part of, of growing in God. It's part of going deeper in Him. I'm going to use an illustration. I mean, you all know that I throw out the weird ones. I just, I just hawked a loogie into the microphone while I'm preaching, okay? So here's the deal. 
Confession is like releasing your breath. If you take a deep breath in, everybody want to do that? Nobody hurt yourself. <gasps> okay, I'm going to take a deep breath in and we're going to hold it in. Ready? <sighs> Ready? Okay, I could have gone longer, but I'm just, you're getting tired of waiting. So, at some point, you have to exhale, right? I mean, it starts to hurt. It, it's, been, it's painful. Hey, I was on vacation last week. You all knew that, right? Um, some people are on vacation this week, I see. Um, we went to the Turks in the Caribbean, Turks and Caicos Islands, and we went, uh, we did several different things. One of the things, we got to go out on a boat and go conch diving with snorkels so you know we're in the we're in the water and trying not to drown in the ocean okay the ocean's harder to swim in there's a currents and all kinds of stuff going on it was easier to scuba dive than snorkel i thought in the ocean so we were snorkeling and we were supposed to be diving down to get these things called conchs and they're like a, a shell a big shell and they've got a creature in there that you eat you know, just like all good seafood, Amanda. It's yummy, okay? <laughs> and so, you know, you're, we, were, we were trying to dive down. So I, I couldn't even recognize the things. Look, I mean, I'm, I'm clueless some, on some of this stuff. So I, I go out and snorkel, and I look, you know, I'm, you know, swimming the, the surface of the, the ocean, and I don't see nothing, okay? They showed us what they kind of look like. They're covered in, you know, algae and little kelp stuff or whatever, you know, seaweed. And so apparently the camouflage worked because I didn't have a clue. So I was with Ashley. I'm like, do you see any of them? I'll try to get one. I knew she wasn't going to dive down and get it. Okay, so I thought, I'm going to try. I want to I get one. I'd like to try and get it. So she, honestly, it took us about five minutes for her to point it out to me. So when I finally, I think, I recognized where it was, I'm not even sure I, I did. But I thought I recognized how it was. So I take a dip, deep breath through the little tube that doesn't give you enough air and... Start swimming into the current down towards the bottom of the ocean. Okay, it was only, how deep was it? Seven feet? Oh, up 20 feet. That sounds a lot more impressive than, <laughs> it was 20 feet deep, okay? <laughs> so I, I get down there and I, it looks like I'm pretty close. And I have this, you have this split second moment of decision. And this moment of decision, I'm like, I don't think I'm going to make it. <laughs> like, it's hurting. <laughs> okay, and I still have to get down, somehow actually lift this thing up, and then get back to the surface, 20 feet above. So I made the decision that I'm going to have to, let, I'm going to, have to get some breath. <laughs> and so I didn't get, get there to get the Kong, and I swam back up, got out, <laughs> you know, and, you know, breathe in. Then I suck in salt water and... All of, and then I'm done, okay? <laughs> so I, I didn't get one, okay? But I'm glad I almost swam 20 feet deep, though. So 
I, I, I should have given it another shot. I should have been swimming with the current. But here's the deal. When we, when we take a deep breath in, at some point, we're going to have to let it out. Spiritually, to me, that's, that's what confession is like. If, you, if it seems like your spiritual life is kind of, it's just not working, and it seems like you just can't get your breath, you may need to confess your sins to one another. It says here that sometimes healing flows because of that. Now, the scripture doesn't say we have to confess all of our sins to each other. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> right? But I think there's sometimes, and there's many times, if there's just, man, you just, just issues in your life that you're dealing with, you may need to go to someone else that you trust and exhale. Confess the junk in your life. You know, this week, um, you know, I got to see, see this, this in action. I was talking with some guys that aren't in this church. <laughs> Say it like that. And one of them just needed to confess something. Said, here's something I did a couple weeks ago, and, I'm, and it's affected my life in this way, blah, blah, blah. I'm trying not to be too specific. Um, and, you know, so I, I, need, your, I need your help. And, and so they, this person confessed their sin to each other. And what we did was, uh, you know, here's, here's one of the reasons we don't do this. We're afraid of what someone is going to do or say to us, right? I mean, let's be honest. If I tell you something bad that I did, what are you going to think? What are you going to say? What are you going to do? Are you going to be like, you know, give the Jared Dug your eyebrows? Pastor Jared Dug, is a, he's a pastor in Lubbock, and he says he has to be careful of his eyebrows because they, they like show shock too much like so somebody tells him something he's like whoa and then, then they're like oh i shouldn't have told you <laughs> so if i tell somebody or are they get, how are they going to react what are they going to do you know of course they're thinking the same thing they're thinking man i hope i don't have to tell this but to you because i wonder how you're going to react look you both got the same heart you want to care for each other and love for each other and so find someone that that you know has that heart for you and you're able to confess your sins to them it doesn't say, the Bible doesn't say you have to do this. It says, hey, sometimes this is a point of healing. Sometimes this is a point of freedom in your life. Man, this gentleman that did this this week, it was a point of freedom and healing. And the other two guys that he was talking to in this, hey, we, were, we didn't go, golly, I can't believe that. Well, we didn't slam him. I'm thinking, of, man, I could probably say something too, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I've done bad things too, all right? I mean, we all have. But it's, you know, sometimes it needs to be brought into the light. It's like the darkness has its power, but that's like us holding our breath sometimes is we're, we're trying to hide something and hold it in and we're wondering why we're screaming so much spiritually on the inside. It's because we need to go... <sighs> Here's the other thing. When you've breathed in deep and haven't let it out, you can't breathe in anything else. So you can't take in the the freshness that god wants in your life spiritually if you haven't exhaled i mean if you take a deep breath i can't take anymore so god's trying to pour something in you're like oh god give me more give me more he's like go ahead and let it out and then i can fill you up again (laughs) 
Then we feel refreshed. Man, it only takes a couple of quick breaths to feel good again after you've been holding your breath. It happens real quick. It's not a big process. And so sometimes in our lives, we, this is just a pra- totally practical day. Look, sometimes we just need to confess stuff to one another. You know, it's one thing that the, the Catholic Church, I think, has, has right going for it. It's not that it has to go to the priest instead of God and all that. And it's not the whole idea of you have to do something good after you confess to make up for it. But the idea of confessing our sins out loud to someone else is healthy. It's good. It's scary, though. <laughs> it's not easy, but it's good. And most of the time I've found, look, again, this is not just some random person that you don't know or trust. Find someone, I mean, there's people in here that we all know and trust. Find someone that you know and say, man, I just need to, sh- I'm just, this thing is just kicking my spiritual hind end. I need to tell somebody about this. I need to confess this. And you know what? You'll find that usually that person is not going to condemn you. Most people are not looking to condemn someone else. They're just worried that someone else is going to condemn them. I mean, there are a few people in this world that just get off on that for some reason. Uh, I don't know why. But, you know, let, let the Holy Spirit lead you. He'll give you some discernment. Of, nah, don't talk to, you may not want to talk to that person. And in the church, we, we, we've, we're better at hiding than sharing sometimes, except when we share about somebody else, right? <laughs> you know, in the, not in our church. It's really not a problem in our church. I, I, I'm thankful for that. But, you know, in some churches, you know, there's the gossip trail. And, you know, it's like we don't confess our sins to one another. We confess your sins to somebody else. <laughs> it's not what the Bible says. It's, it's kind of close. <laughs> But we're supposed to confess our sins, not we don't take Bill's sins. I want to tell you what Bill did. I'm con- let me just confess his sins for him. I'm helping him out. No, I'm not. <laughs> but it's healthy and good. And you know what? When, the more you do it, the more you find those in your life that you can trust and can share. And I'm struggling. I'm, you know, I'm, it may may not even be sometimes a confession of actual. Something that you've done wrong may just be confession of struggle. Conf- I need help or something. That's, that's healthy sometimes. Sometimes we just need to do that and we find that we're able to breathe in more of the goodness of God and the life of God when we've, when we've let the stuff out. Okay, and my other illustration illustrates the same thing. When you've got to go to the bathroom, Okay? How many of you know that sin in our life is waste? It's junk. It needs to be. It needs to be expelled. Everybody agree with that? When you're constipated, I want you to remember this. <laughs> you will remember this message, okay? There's only one thing that's going to bring you relief. You can try a bunch of whatever. But there's only one thing. You've got to get rid of the junk. If you don't get rid of the junk, you will kill yourself. And there's all kinds of problems and other uh, health problems or diseases that could happen if we weren't able to get rid of the junk by going to the restroom. I'm not trying to be crude. I'm just trying to say, spiritually, if I become spiritually constipated and wonder why there's sickness in my body or sickness in my mind or sickness in my emotions, 
If I've got something built up that needs to be gotten out of my life, until I get rid of that, I'm not going to find health. I'm not going to find healing. I'm not, I'm not going to feel good. It doesn't feel good. You got it. <laughs> it don't feel good. So confession is the way that we release the junk in our life so that we don't get stuff that infects us or causes us to be spiritually unhealthy. This is one of the ways. It's not the only way. Hey, look, the Bible also says in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to, to forgive us our sins and to purify us from all unrighteousness. Sometimes it's you just going straight to God. It doesn't always have to be someone else, but you know what? Sometimes God will probably give you a little motion like, hey, you're going to need to share this with somebody. You've done it with me, and that's great, but sometimes sharing it with someone else, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a measure of healing or, or a completion of healing that's released in your life. You know, there's a huge connection in the Scriptures be, uh, between sin and sickness. Sickness never existed until sin came into the world. It doesn't mean that just because you're sick, you've sinned. The Bible never says it's all the time. But there is, a con there is a connection. And so sometimes in our bodies, the health issues we're dealing with may be a spiritual issue. It could be something else. It could be totally physical. It could be something we're eating. It, there's, there's many ways. And I don't even confess to know too much about all that stuff. But I know it's true that we have to do what God has told us to do. And so if you're not confessing your sins, sometimes in a relationship with one another, somebody else in the body of Christ, we need to do that. That's, that's part of the deal. That's part of the goodness of God that He wants to release. That's part of going deeper in Him. Here's the other point I want to make today. says in verse 17 right after that it says elijah was a man just like us you know elijah's kind of one of those celebrities in the bible you know i was talking about celebrities earlier you know you, have you ever been around when a, a famous person shows up people start going crazy i usually don't care they're like oh that's that person i'm like all right <laughs> you want their autograph no <laughs> Why? I'm, I'm sure there's somebody I get excited about, I guess. I don't know. But you know how people react. Um, you know, Elijah is that in the, in the Bible. He's one of those celebrities where people... Look, when Jesus showed up and he said, Who do people say that I am? Some people say, You're Elijah. You know, because Elijah, like, think of all the miracles that Jesus was doing. He was doing all this powerful stuff. And what did they immediately, some of them think, oh, that's Elijah, just like Elijah. I've read the stories of Elijah. Man, he was, he was full of God's power. There were amazing stuff happening. Elijah, must be Elijah come back from the dead. But it says here that Elijah was a man just like us. He was just like you and me. Yet, when he prayed, stuff happened. And I find it interesting that right, it, this ties into verse 16. It says, confess your sins to one another so that you may be healed. Oh, wait, confess, therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous man 
is powerful and effective. Elijah was a man just like us. So part of confession and sharing together is also that we get to pray with one another and it not only it blesses the other person because they get to pray for you and, and, and something happens. And it's always good when you pray and something happens. I mean, doesn't that feel good? Have you ever prayed for somebody and they're like, man, that was, God did something or God spoke to me or I'm healed or whatever. Something, something happened. It wasn't just like we pray. You know. All right, good. <laughs> Look, and I pray like that all the time. Sometimes, like, I don't know, God, I'm, you know, I wanted to see more happen. And I, I pray that we continue to see more happen. I just want to keep praying until I see something more happen. But it's, it's exciting. So you, you not only, you're getting, you're getting blessed and healed, but the other person you're sharing with is sharing in your healing, and they are being empowered to pray for you and release the power of God in your life. And that's going to bless them, too, because they're going to be psyched. They're going, to be, they're going to be spiritually stoked up. When God does something, man, we get, we get charged up. We get dry sometimes when, when we feel like nothing's happening, right? When we're frustrated, when there's, man, God, what's going on? And look, I, I'm, I've been there. I, I, I've been there this year. I've probably been there this week. But I'm being encouraged again by, by this scripture right now, even to myself. I'm preaching to myself. I'm saying, oh, man, this, this works. This is good. Let's, let's do this. Hey, let, let, let's pray a little bit bolder. Let's go ahead and be empowered to be like Elijah. Hey, Elijah was a man just like us. He was not special. He was, he was not a, a pedestal above that when you pray, you can pray just like Elijah or just like Peter or just like whoever you want to name off in the Bible that you never think you could measure up to. It says, hey, the, pa- the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. And here's the deal. We've been made righteous because of Jesus. So go ahead and pray as if you're a righteous person. Just pretend, even pretend if you have to until you get it. Just go ahead and feel like, hey, you know what? I am a righteous person of God. When I come to God, I am totally pure. I'm totally clean. Doesn't mean I don't need to confess my sins and take, get rid of the junk. But hey, look, my standing with God is as a righteous child of His. So go ahead and pray like... Pray. You know what? That helps you pray with a little bit more boldness, a little bit more confidence, a little bit more... You know... You, you kind of go for stuff a little bit more. Now my son, if he asks me for something, uh, he doesn't quite understand you know, a lot of stuff yet because he's only four years old. Evan, I'm talking about. Can't understand Kai yet. He's telling me something. But... Um, you know, Evan will ask for whatever. Hey, Daddy, let's go do this. I said, well, we don't, you know, we don't have a, I don't have that much money. <laughs> we got into a discussion on vacation. I'm like, hey, we're going home tomorrow. Well, how, how come we can't stay here, Daddy? Well, because it costs money to stay here. Well, I mean, it didn't this time, but if, if I wanted to stay longer, it would have cost more money. Well, he said, how much money, Daddy? I said, well, a lot. <laughs> well, Daddy, I want to stay here. He's asking for something big right here. Don't matter. Just, just stay here, Daddy. I know you can just take care of it. I, you've got money. Daddy has money. He can take care of it. So he just asks for whatever. Hey, we can do that with God. He's, he's loaded with all kinds of good stuff. So go ahead and freely ask. And you know what? If it's not good for you, he knows. And he'll just say, eh, let's not get that. <laughs> 
you know, we don't really need that. You don't really need that. But go ahead and ask. Because you're, righteous, you're a righteous child of the king. Let's go ahead and ask for stuff. Go ahead and ask for something big. Sometimes we get tired of asking for big stuff from God. And, and you know, I get that. Because we, we've asked and it doesn't seem to have worked out the way we want to do. I prayed for people and, you know, they've died. My old mom died. Prayed for her. I mean, I, you know, we've all been there. But I don't want that to ever stop me from asking. I don't want it to ever stop me where I'm like, you know... Well, I guess we can pray. I don't want to just, I guess we can pray. <laughs> All we can do is pray. You know, that, that phrase is true, but part of it is kind of like, oh gosh, all we can do is pray. <laughs> we can't really do anything. We can just pray. <laughs> Rather than I want to have the mindset of, all we get to do is pray. Yes. All right. <laughs> There's no other options. It's just God. So let's go ahead and go for it. Does that sound good? I, I want to encourage us. I want, to, I want us to step out. I want us to, I want us to be bold. I want us to, uh, you know, be released. And I think, you know, as we share life together, as we're authentic and open in our relationships, man, that empowers someone else to be able to minister to us, to know that we're, we're all valuable, to know that we're all, we're all being used in the kingdom. And, you know, it, it may not even be something you think. God may lead you to someone you're like, man, God, I don't know. But hey, the Holy Spirit knows what He's doing. <laughs> I know it's yeah, the brilliant statement of the day by Pastor John. The Holy Spirit knows what He's doing, but He does. He, is, he leads you to people and things and situations because He, he knows what's going on. He sees into the future. He knows what's going to happen. And it may not look like much then, but God knows what it's going to produce. He knows what that seed is going to grow into be. And he knows that it won't grow into be unless the seed is there. And so sometimes our prayers are planting seeds. And so you, you have to plant. You have to keep planting. I'm not a farmer and I don't know anything about farming. I obviously don't know anything about anything. I say that about everything, right? I don't know much, okay? I really don't. <laughs> I don't know much about farming. If you want to talk about farming, go talk to my father-in-law. He, he's actually been on a farm. You know, I like visited one once. But they use a lot of seed. They don't just do like one, two, three, four, five. You know, that's not how it works when you're farming. If you want a crop, you throw a gang load of seed out. You know what? Some of it, it doesn't doesn't go in the soil it gets blown away or whatever something happens to it it's but you know what if you got a lot of seed out there a lot of it's going to grow up and produce fruit so go ahead in your prayers go ahead and just just get them out there get that seed get that seed rolling you know what don't focus so much on that one seed that's not growing and miss out on throwing out a bunch of seed that's going to turn into a huge harvest that was good. Father, we just thank you today for encouraging us. Lord, we thank you for this time of communion where we could, we could come to the table, Lord. What I, th I think uh, today was, was, was why you said, remember me, Jesus, that we needed to just come to you and be refreshed, be challenged, be changed, be released. 
uh, be empowered, whatever it may be. Father, we thank you for the openness and the honesty and the trust that you are forming in us as a church family and that we are going to offer to a community that desperately needs it. And so we thank you, Lord, for continuing to make us healthy. Lord, that we can be healthy, that we could share that with somebody else, that we can release that to our city, that we can release that to the nation of Ireland, that we can release it to other nations that we may touch, Father. We thank you for that. Lord, lead us, Holy Spirit, and thank you for the healing that you've provided in so many different ways through the kingdom and through your truth. In Jesus' name, amen. God is good. Be blessed. And I'm so glad I'm back from vacation. And so please take a cook-off flyer and share the cook-off. Invite somebody to that in a couple weeks here.